0: Welcome to the Dishing with Donna podcast featuring Chef Megan, a premier food conversation. Thank you for tuning in again to the Dishing with Donna show featuring Chef Megan. Man, Megan, the weather.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: How awesome has this weather been lately?
1: Spring has sprung. Spring is among us. And we we walked into the studio. I'm like, the
0: weather has changed. And Megan immediately said, the weather's changing, Donna. It's (laughs) changing. Don't get ahead of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But one of my favorite things to do in warm weather, spring weather, um, once the chill goes away,
1: I love cookout. Yeah. Well, I like cookouts any time of the year, actually.
0: True, so. but I enjoy them the most and I embrace them the most when the weather is just nice outside and it's right. sunny. It can be crisp, that's fine, but still at least be sunny and yeah. enjoyable, let the kids be out. You and I have thrown down for grilling times and cookouts in the past.
1: Oh, yes, we have. For
0: years. There we in go. In fact, like I said one of the previous episodes, one of my favorite things to do in the summer is go to... La Chateau de Megan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do
1: you have an address for that? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in Atlanta. I want to go there.
0: (laughs) But we want to talk about today um, some of our favorite things to grill, some of our favorite things to prep, give you guys some ideas, some tips, some tricks, and walk you through how to do some of the things um, yourself, because it's not just about burgers and hot dogs, people. And you you know, at my
1: house, it's never about burgers and (laughs) hot
0: dogs. (laughs) It was cool because we had a neighborhood cookout kind of kicking off the new spring season that's starting. Yes. Um yesterday and we told everybody that came to our house you can come but you cannot come empty handed you must bring something for everybody to share. That is a
1: requirement anywhere these days, right?
0: Right. (laughs) And my husband, especially if you know my husband, Herb Mesa he is is a self-proclaimed grill master.
1: Wow. Yeah. And you know what? When he does that I love that. Most people do. I like to (laughs) hand off my creations to a yeah. master mm-hmm. and to see what he will do with his canvas.
0: Well, that's like what we're going to talk about in a second. A lot of people are really good at prepping their food mm-hmm. versus grilling it. Like I do so much of the prep for everything that he grills. Yeah. Right. I'm not that good with the grill. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Well,
1: some people are closer to the grill and love that job, and some people. Like me, I'd, you know, in the middle of summer in Atlanta, I work at the Atlanta Botanical Garden. And when I have a grilled item to make, my makeup melts. (laughs) It's going to get really hot. But I
0: do really admire chicks that grill. Oh, absolutely. There used to be, um, oh man, what was that show on Food Network? Oh, what was it? It was this one... Beautiful girl, and the entire show was just her grilling. Oh yeah, and it was fascinating.
1: I think anybody who name of that show, you know, and and I I just don't I don't even think of a grill as a man or a woman thing anymore Mm -hmm. because it's about just getting the job done. Yes, and if you don't mind a few things on the grill. Just knowing kind of maybe where to put it or mm-hmm. not blow it up to 500 degrees for everything, right. you know, right. and gas versus charcoal. I was just about the same. Yeah. Gas and versus
0: electric versus charcoal versus. Indirect heat versus direct heat—it's just based on experience and your situation. The more you do
1: and your situation, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know if you live somewhere where you can only have a little tiny smoky Joe mm-hmm. with charcoal briquettes, yeah. then that's one thing, and that's that's much more of a commitment than I'm willing to make.
0: It is, but can I tell you, I love that smoky depth that comes from charcoal.
1: I think you like the smell of the lighter fluid. <laughs>
0: They do give off different flavors and flavor profiles. And then, of course, you can buy um, all the different apple smoked wood croquettes versus versus um, the the actual charcoal versus the wood, wood chips, you know, Mm -hmm. apple cider vinegar, wood chips, all that. So Mm. it does get kind of complex, but you just find out what you like. You experiment, which you and I are just huge advocates for just experimenting Mm -hmm. and just the art of doing. Yeah. But I'm okay with not the doing part. I'm okay with (laughs) (laughs) mastering the prep work, which is also, I mean, it is equally important based on what you're cooking and creations. And again, it's not just hot dogs and hamburgers, not even steaks, which is, you know, a whole layer in I mean, itself of grilling, but when I so was, many other
1: things you can do. Yeah. You know, I'm from the Midwest. We only grilled three months a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some great ideas
0: for things for you guys to try that's a little outside of just that, outside of the lines of hot dogs and hamburgers. For example, yeah. fruit.
1: Ah, uh, I love Grilled fruit. Pineapple is my number one.
0: Ow, I was about to talk about that. I didn't know that that's what you were going to say. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I love that. We both love that. Yeah. Because normally I don't like cooked pineapple or hot pineapple, warm pineapple. I don't like that. There's only really one way that I like a hot pineapple. And can I just, <laughs> that came out weird. <laughs> can I tell you what it is? Yeah. I can't remember if I have made this for you or not. Mm. Um, so everybody has a signature dish mm-hmm. in general or people that cook, I should say, especially chefs. have a signature dish. One of my signature pastimes that I used to do is I would grill Pineapple, or I would have my husband grill the pineapple. But on the side, check this out. Try to envision this. So you take just your standard, cheapy ice cube trays, mm, right? Yeah. You take ginger beer, ginger beer, and fill up the ice cube trays with ginger beer, like the night before, okay? okay? And if anybody's out there that's not familiar with ginger beer, it is non-alcoholic FYI. It's like a soda. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a very, very gingery ginger ale yeah. like an extra kick yeah. <laughs> of ginger spicy yes so anyway non-alcoholic uh, ginger beer fill up cheap ice trays also purchase fresh thyme and what you're going to do is you're going to pluck off some of that fresh thyme and put it into each an individual ice
1: I love to buy thyme <laughs> Can you buy some more time?
0: And you put a little bit of that fresh thyme in the ice tray, right? You freeze it overnight. The next day when you're ready for your cookout or for grilling or whatever, grill the pineapple in long strips. Obviously, you don't want it falling through. You're going to rub some olive oil on it, by the way. And then while that's grilling, go inside, grab your ice tray full of frozen fresh thyme and ginger beer. Stick it in the blender. Blend it all up so that it comes out like shaved ice. Mm. Okay. Thinking of shaved ice or what, what are those other things that, that were called? Italian ices or something oh, like that. Oh, like, yeah. That's the texture of it. So then you take that back out and then you, once your cooked, grilled pineapple is done and ready, you chunk it off, you put it in a little, like a little dessert dish and you top it with the frozen shaved ice ginger beer and fresh thyme. Oh, Eat it all together. Absolutely delicious.
1: I'm going to make... A version of that.
0: It's so good. It's kind of like, is this a, a dessert or is this just a refreshing little side? What a snack? What is this? Yeah. this is, yeah. But it's the ginger flavor is so good because usually it's, it's opposite. You think of the pineapple being cold and thyme, you know, an herb being mm-hmm. warm and cooked. But this is kind of backwards. It kind of surprises the palate wakens you up, and it's just absolutely delicious. Great for poolside.
1: I love that. So what's funny is that the pineapple and the ginger are both healing properties to the human body. Because the pineapple has digestive enzymes in mm-hmm. them, so it helps to digest your food. And the ginger helps for nausea in the belly. So both very healing elixirs. Win-win. All in the same dish.
0: <laughs> That's just one of the things that I like to make. Also, peaches are fantastic on the grill
1: that's because you are a peach
0: i'm a georgia peach baby you know <laughs> that did I, not come out in southern <laughs> i don't know what was.
1: i was a rockford peach ah like in the league of their own i was that's yeah awesome i know that's the only peach I got. I love that movie. I know. Peach I is the even...
0: same thing. You got to put olive oil on them, cut them in half, put them face down, grill them. And then one of the best things you can do, take it, cut up the grilled peaches, put it directly on vanilla bean ice cream.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times when you're using those fruits, when you buy them in a um, unripe stage, they grill much better than if you, they're super ripe. That's a good point. Yeah. So that heat is really going to affect those. I noticed that when I make pear desserts Mm -hmm. and you want to use unripe pears just because they tend to get a little mealy if you don't. Yeah, So the flavors of sweet and grilled, Mm. those are caramelization. Yeah, that's a caramelization process that's happening. And the more... Sweet en <laughs> sweet. That, that was a pretty good southern accent. That was better than yeah. mine, and you're yeah. not even a southerner. You, you know. <laughs> we did
0: try grilled watermelon mm. um, based off a recipe that we saw online. It was called watermelon steaks. Mm-hmm. And you put soy sauce on the watermelon?
1: No, I don't put soy and sauce, sauce on
0: But no, We tried it the way that the recipe yeah. said. We hate it.
1: I just not grill good. it yes. by itself. And then I take those chunks of watermelon and put it onto a green salad, like a like an Ooh. arugula salad, and and then so some good. maybe some pump, toasted pumpkin seeds goat and oh goat cheese if with everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you had me at goat cheese. You had me. At That's it. yeah, a grilled watermelon yeah. salad. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of salad, one of my other favorite things is to take the large romaine lettuce. Yeah. You do not cut it up. You leave it in its full form, and you put that on the grill. Mm. You char. The romaine lettuce. And then once it's charred on the grill, you take it off. And that's when you drizzle, you know, whatever vinaigrette or dressing that you want onto it. And then shave fresh Parmesan. Oh and my. you have just made the most Amazing charred Caesar salad.
1: Do you not prep that lettuce before any with anything on it? We've like, done do, it
0: both ways. We've done a little bit of olive oil because olive oil basically is—it's like between you and
1: the grill grates. Yeah, the olive oil is kind of that barrier. Correct. That's what it you're looking so that it's for. Not
0: sticking onto the grill. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So we've done it both ways. I actually now that I'm thinking about it, because it's Herb, my husband, that normally is the one that does again all the grilling. So I'm the you're one just that, running the video camera. I'm running phone taking pictures <laughs> say cheese honey don't hang me no but i'll get the i like to make my dressings from scratch right so i like to make a caesar
1: vinaigrette mm-hmm. actually which is basically i have an old vegan caesar yeah from back in my days and yes. Ch- at the vegan raw foods restaurant
0: mm. yeah he's he's grilling the romaine lettuce on the grill he's charring it i'm in the kitchen making the caesar vinaigrette what do you put in and she- I'm sorry. What do you put in it?
1: Sorry.
0: I like. Oh, I like mine zesty too. So I always got to put the lemon in there, the garlic in there, the olive oil, um, and then I put a lot of shaved parmesan mm-hmm. in there as well, and shaky shaky salt and pepper, and that's basically it. it. Is basic
1: and delicious with a little lemon zest at the end. So yours Fantastic. is more of a vinaigrette than a creamy season. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's that's kind of the way I roll too. So yeah. the creamy ones are kind of an indulgent treat, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of times they're just. Too much. They're too rich.
0: Yeah, because it's it too it, heavy for just a little lettuce. If you're just gonna
1: have a little Caesar you know, salad, yeah. Oh, the poor little romaine. <laughs> I do the vegan Caesar salad mm. dressing, and I put dulse which is a sea vegetable, in there. Oh. So it kind of has. What that is that called? D u l s e. Dulse. dulse. Yeah. Okay. So there's, like, you know what nori is? Yes. Yeah. You so you that. could actually toast a little nori sheet and, okay. and crumble that up and put that in there. But the dulse is actually got that salty, briny, oceany flavor. Right. You know, in a traditional Caesar's got, mm-hmm. you know, anchovies. anchovies and a lot of people just want to bypass that, especially if you're vegan or plant based. Mm-hmm. So it's just olive oil, lemon, dulse, and maybe salt, pepper, I I, I think I need to look up that recipe. Well we should
0: do that. So we should yeah. next time that you and I get together for yep. some grilling with our significant others, we should um each make our our dressing. You make the vegan version, I'll make my version, Great. and let's just
1: go to town. And they're probably they're not that much different. I was about to say they yeah. sound
0: pretty similar. Yeah.
1: So we will do like a we'll explain- do a blind tasting
0: <laughs> experience. That's no. what we do best. I love experimenting.
1: Yeah, and then we'll just sit opposite sides of the pool from the from the boys. So
0: Yeah. Then Don't we, we do that anyway? Die. Yes. So I have something for you to taste, but before I have you taste it, which is what we grilled out last night. Mm. It's one of my husband's signature dishes. Oh. What other things do you have as tips or ideas or
1: well, I what? I do a lot of cooking classes, as you know. Yes. And one of my menus that I have, I do a grilled sweet potato wedges. Oh. Yeah. So I love sweet potatoes yeah, any day of the week. I yeah. Know you do. <laughs> I know, I know. What do I have? I have sweet potatoes. <laughs> But this is where you take the sweet potato. I usually like to leave the skin on because mm-hmm. it is really high in fiber and actually so good for you. I
0: like the skin of
1: potatoes. Oh, yeah. Well, Always and the, have. And in this wedge, when you cut it in a long, skinny wedge, mm-hmm. that, that that skin is actually going to hold your potato better yeah, as especially well. especially if it's getting
0: grilled. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So I have a little trick that I do. So I chop it up or lengthwise and, you know, depending on the size of the potato, I might, you know, kind of slice them in half at an angle. Right. Anyway, I boil them for five minutes before mm. I put them on the grill. Because if you put a hard sweet potato on the grill, you're more likely going to char it and it's mm. still not going to be cooked. Yeah, so, it's going to be hard. Yeah, so just boiling for five minutes, no longer, because they they only take ten minutes to, mm. to boil. Take them off the stove, drain them, and then I use an indoor grill pan it's a cast iron grill pan. It's mm-hmm. awesome. goes right on the burner in the kitchen and you get those beautiful grill marks on yeah. there. Brush it with olive oil and then I have a little sauce I make to put on there and it's all about the sauce. Always. It. This is a uh, lime cilantro vinaigrette drizzled Yum. over the grilled sweet potatoes and it is so delicious. I mean... I always hope there's leftovers because I'm just going to be eating it all. It's kind of
0: guilt free at the same time. Oh,
1: yeah. And it's and it's a good way to fill up. You Mm -hmm. know, you know, you remember, you know, every time you go to a restaurant, mom always said,
0: don't fill up on bread. Yes, I still tell myself that. What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but sweet potatoes to me are such a good nutritional filling dish, side dish. It can be a main dish, you know. Mm. It, there's so many things you can do with potatoes and sweet potatoes that really kind of get to that hunger mm-hmm. place. Put me on the list for trying that. Okay, yours. next time oh, that I pick will. It. I will.
0: Well, one of my husband's favorite things to do when we grill, it's kind of like his signature thing, is he does wings mm. on the grill. Who doesn't love wings, right? So move over hamburgers, move over hot dogs. My husband has got some wings that I mean should be in like competition level. So good. So the ones that he has always done since I met him, which was now almost 11 years ago, has always been mojito wings. He marinates, 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 and he cuts himself. He cuts the wings himself from. Yeah. No, it's impressive. And you you then go the,
1: to Buford Farmer's Market to get those? We
0: love to go to the Farmer's Market. Yes, mm-hmm. we get all of our protein and produce at the Farmer's Market. It's just a different level of quality and freshness. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. If it's a little bit more expensive or if you have to drive a little bit further, worth it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but he's always marinated them in either a huge big Ziploc bags or like one of those tin Sheet pans that you can buy. You can buy- t-
1: Like a catering pan.
0: Yeah, you can buy those mm-hmm. at the dollar store. The Dollar Tree. Are they- That's where uh, we get ours from. Are they a dollar? A dollar. Even for the big ones. <laughs> doesn't matter if they're small or big. And you can reuse them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We wash them and reuse them all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he will marinate it in orange juice. Let's see, the mojito ones has got tons and tons of fresh-squeezed Limes, uh, limes, lots of cilantro, lots of onion, you know, things like that. And he just mm. marinates it forever in that. But he tried something different last night. Mm. So stinking good. I bought them for you today. Oh, these are, he named them himself, which is his island wings. Island wings. These have been marinated in pineapple juice, <gasps> <laughs> ginger, soy sauce. Uh, What else did he put in here? Can't even remember. Salt and pepper, obviously. Garlic. Yeah. (laughs) So these are chicken wings that he made and all of that garlic, ginger, soy sauce, pineapple juice, obviously salt and pepper. They Oh, and a little bit of honey. Mm. He drizzled just a teensy bit of honey in there as well and marinated these overnight and then cooked them on the grill. Okay. So good. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, hang on. Okay. Okay, I am passing them over to you now.
1: Oh my goodness <laughs> herb knocked it out of the park he always does oh my gosh I can taste the grill on these and just just slight it's not like mm-hmm. overpowering it's it's like a a flavor that I crave when I think about summertime food fun. Right? Yeah. That's why he called them his island wings. These, Oh Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's that pineapple, that little slight of sweet, but not sweet sweet. Right, because it still has the
0: kick of the ginger, Mm -hmm. the depth
1: of the soy sauce,
0: and then it's got all the char from the grill, because he's, Mm. again, the grill master. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, last night when they came right off the grill and onto your plate, the skin was so crispy with that honey like glaze as well, Mm. but then the meat is so tender and so good. Fresh from the farmer's market. Love Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. One of our favorite things to eat.
1: Wow. You know, a lot of times if you're doing vegetables, they coincide together. Uh, Hopefully either that or your grill is wide enough to have one side veg, one side meat. Yes. But when I used to do this, the portobello mushrooms, I would do a marinade just for the top. So I'd put the Big portobello mushroom upside down. Take the stem out because that's not going to grill well on the other side. So take the stem out. Makes and sense. I put this little bit of marinade on it with balsamic, actually, Gremmurier, a little bit of olive oil, mm-hmm. salt, and pepper. So the gave it gave it a little bit of orange flavor. Oh my gosh, those were great. And then what do I top those with? Goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can use that fresh thyme or uh, fresh rosemary. Ooh, and fresh rosemary on top smell of that, that already just oh I yeah about it. and the um, other thing you can do with a lot of vegetables too what comes to mind is smoked paprika so when you're using smoked paprika in recipes it kind of like deepens that flavor and you know there, there might be a little something of that in herb's little magic wings here <laughs> Yeah,
0: so. one of my favorite vegetables on the grill is bacon wrapped jalapenos Oh, my gosh. Now, we cut the jalapenos first, and we clear out the middle, because that's the fire. That's mm-hmm. where the fire is. In the seeds. Yeah, yeah, in the seeds. With any pepper. We take that out. We rub it down with olive oil. We stuff it with goat cheese or cream cheese. Either one. Ooh. You want it a soft cheese, basically. Mm. Close it up. Wrap a piece of bacon around it stick it with a toothpick okay and then you if you have a grill they're called grill gates they're all there's all kinds types of grilling gadgets that are out there that you don't have to put it directly onto the um the grill grate the actual grill grate itself correct sorry so anyway and then the bacon gets nice and crispy all around it the the pepper gets cooked and then when it's stuffed with all of that goat cheese or cream cheese and mm-hmm. you bite into it and it just comes oozing out unbelievable so good you can do that honestly with any pepper i love poblano peppers Mm -hmm. the same way and then you just grill those get the grill marks on either side take them off the grill and then you can slide on your cream cheese or your goat cheese or any cheese that you like you can top bacon crumbles on top of it that way and eat it almost like a teeny tiny little pizza slice yeah you know that way like a little tapas
1: yeah i think i showed you last year that um i I, I, what do you call it that that thing (laughs) That goes on the grill so your vegetables don't fall through.
0: That's what I was talking about. But that's when I said a grill grate. And I was like, wait a minute, Grilled that's gr- not the name the, of the, it. What is it? A that, grill that's pan exactly what I'm thinking of some in my sort. Head. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, anyway, it's like ten bucks. Right. You put it. Uh, it's so your vegetables don't fall through. If you want to chop up your vegetables, mm-hmm. and so I like to do zucchini, yellow squash, mm-hmm. peppers, things like that. If you just want a kind of a nice little medley of yeah. vegetables. Yeah. But I think the thing I think I impressed. I can't remember if it was you or Herb. And I did the whole sliced onion, red onion.
0: That was Herb. Yeah. He loves onions. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, More than I, me. like the easy way to do it is take that onion, slice it in half inch slices, keep it intact in its like circular rings. Yes. And just brush that and lay that on the mm. grill grate or on your grill. Great savor thing.
0: <laughs> that we can't <laughs> think of the name of off the top that? of our head.
1: <laughs> but it's a grilling pan. Right. Yeah. Yep. That. Grilled onion is so out of he this went world. Nuts for it. it. I remember. Oh. And I then remember. You, you can just put it on anything. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I Or eat it plain. Yeah. Or top it with goat cheese.
0: So last one, we got to... I can't believe how much time flies so fast. We have mm-hmm. so much fun. And we could just talk forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. Hey, if you guys want us to do a two-hour podcast, let me know. Because <laughs> that's no problem for us. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that my husband Herb does also... I need to, like, let him know how much he gets mentioned on this podcast. Um, he is an executive chef. And this is the first time you guys are listening. But he also does the portobello mushroom, like what you were talking about, and on the grill. But then he makes them into little mini pizzas. Oh. So it's almost like you're getting a grilled pizza. Mm. Yeah, but it's just a teeny little bit of the mar- you know, tomato sauce in it. And then he'll put more vegetables on it and throw in a couple pepperonis or something. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And then tops it off with a little bit of mozzarella cheese. Puts it back on the grill for a second time so that cheese can melt into it Mm. and then it's almost just like a little portobello grilled pizza he has been doing that since forever
1: do you make grilled pizzas i love grilled
0: pizzas i
1: do but i like get a little lazy to go actually commit to that yes but i want to be better at it (laughs) i used to do that
0: for my dad oh yeah i would buy the dough that's already i'm not making dough from scratch you can buy the dough balls mm-hmm. at your market. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not everybody provides them, but usually you can find that. So it would already be made and then I would come out but I would still have to knead it and get it out and stretch it out and you know make it perfect or whatever and then top it with my own homemade pizza sauce, my mm-hmm. own homemade tomato sauce and then all of our favorite toppings and then my dad would take the pan and go outside to the grill, close the grill and he would be the one to grill it and cook it all together and uh-huh. we that was one of our f- favorite things
1: well that's why you married herb (laughs) (laughs) i got another
0: grill master in my life now
1: i will only accept you if you're a grill master
0: (laughs) but is there anything else you want to throw in because we got to get going but again we're just here to help let you kind of color outside the lines realize that there's other things that you can do it doesn't have to be difficult it doesn't have to be advanced it just needs to be something creative and and not and delicious. Yes. I mean, grilled corn. We didn't even go there. Yeah, Grilled corn is my favorite.
1: Yeah. And a lot of times we just don't realize how many things we can actually make different, taste different than our regular yeah. protocol of, you know, fruits or vegetables or yeah. things like that or salad. Yeah. So it's just kind of changing it up and still keeping it healthy, keeping it delicious, keeping it easy mm-hmm. and keeping it social. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the grill is limitless people, yeah. and your mind should be limitless too when it comes to cooking and again it's just experimentation mm-hmm. playing, I mean I've always said the term play in the kitchen, mm-hmm. play on the grill Yeah, see what works, what doesn't work hey, cooks don't make mistakes that's right, we make new dishes
1: that's right, I love it <laughs> I think you need to write that in a quote somewhere I found it
0: from a quote
1: Oh, well it's a good quote
0: <laughs> it says chefs don't make mistakes
1: they just create new dishes
0: yeah <laughs> all right thank you guys so much for listening uh hit us up on social media dishing with donna on instagram
1: chef megan 101 on instagram and healthy eating 101.com for all the recipes you can imagine
0: grill tastic baby baby all right see you next time see you next week Ooh, share this link don't forget yes <laughs> ciao ciao bella <laughs>